0: Hey, everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast, letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing, too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer. And there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. Welcome back to the Three Angry Games podcast, and I was pretty angry because the podcast didn't want to record properly. <laughs> uh, with me, as always, is Dennis, Jamie, and Lucas. How you three doing? I'm well, not here. actually here. <laughs>
1: I'm like Jim Carrey. I pretend I'm actually been here. I've been playing Lucas. I haven't actually been Lucas. Just
2: is this the, the Lucas show?
1: Up. Yeah, it's a <laughs> yeah. I don't know anymore. <laughs> all like, of your things are figment and imagination. Same with you guys. Sure. So, yeah.
0: I mean, honestly, I'm hmm. pretty sure someone's going to wake me up. I'm going to be in a, you know, insane asylum. They're going to be like, yeah, that podcast you did was, this is all just in your mind. It was all just crazy.
3: <laughs> oh, please, no. That's one of my phobias is to find out I'm actually crazy.
2: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's a phobia. Yeah. I can well, see the that good I'm thing actually... is, if you're, if you're truly crazy, you'll never know. Uh, you yeah. just yeah you'll never know
0: <laughs> i think there is actually like a uh like mental health issue where people think they're like in a truman show like setup where they think everything's just like mm, being filmed around yeah. like that's actually a thing worried about that i'm like lols if mm-hmm. that was the case i uh, if that was true and that's how life is i'm i'm completely clueless you could be filming my whole life right now would not know mm-hmm. I think-
3: that sounds just like a really skewed version of like narcissism, where you know you're so important, you're like the main character.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're the main yeah, character of in this entire story. Yeah. Oh.
1: Right. Yes, but the creator creation kind of fucking sucked, I can tell you that much. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I would have might be a little bit stronger and like had more money.
0: <laughs> I wish more points got put into charisma.
2: Yeah. You rolled low on your uh your stat rolls.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about some video games. Um. Video games. Video oh. games. Video games. The games that are the not board games. Um. <laughs> yeah. PlayStation Plus got some free games this month. Neo Two, the Lego Harry Potter collection, and Heavenly Bodies. Fun fact if you put the Konami code into the Lego Harry Potter collection, J.K. Rowling will pop on the screen and spout out anti transgender
3: remarks. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, no. I thought you were being serious for a second. Like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. And then, of course, it's right.
2: fine. Those Lego games are fine. Uh, yeah. Neo is is pretty good get there. And uh, this. He, yeah, Lego Harry Potter is already available as like part of the PlayStation Extra collection, so like if you have the higher tiers, of PS Plus, that's useless. I don't know what Heavenly Bodies is, but it's probably mediocre or something, because I've never heard of it.
0: I'm knowing nothing about the game. I want it to be like the movie Ghost, but in video game
2: form. Where like... <laughs> you just make pottery? Uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, I looked it up and prepared to be disappointed it's not that. Heavenly Bodies is a single-player game at its core, but can be equally enjoyed as a local co-op experience. Call on a friend at any time to discover the new creative and elaborate ways to finish the task at hand. And then so it looks it's like space.
2: You're... Yeah. Fixing stuff in space with physics looks yeah. like is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Could be okay for a couple minutes of
0: it's A like that time. movie with Sandra Bullock where she tried to fix yeah. the space. Only yeah. this time you're not playing with Sandra
2: Bullock. <sighs> Gravity the video game.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah.
1: that movie was okay, but yeah. like it was ruined by what's his goddamn face. I fucking hate him. <laughs> George, George Clooney, Clooney, I remember. Uh, George, I Clooney, I yeah, fucking George Clooney, yeah. hate George Clooney. What what's wrong with George Clooney? He just <sighs> There's nothing wrong with him. I just always feel like he's trying to be better than me whenever I see yeah. him. And I just fucking hate him.
2: Like, oh, I'm over here drinking my Nespresso on my...
1: Uh... <laughs> it's nothing against him. It's just every time he's acting like, you're just trying to be better than me, aren't you, you fucking. I just
0: I I want to get you, George Clooney, in a room so you can yell at him Well, Which one of us has completed the Nuzlocke challenge in Pokemon Cold?
1: <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd beat him with a bat if he's trying to be better than me. At that point, just to make sure I win. I fucking hate that game.
0: So I don't know why this heavenly body game doesn't have a mod where I can play a Central bullet, that's, that's disappointing, I'm docking two points just for that alone. <sighs> alright, well, that's, that's free. Uh, the game does have, like, a very high review score on... Yeah, I was just gonna say, it's game. like an
2: 84 on Metacritic, which is, uh, maybe it'll be alright.
0: Yeah, that's, that's promising. Okay... Um, and then Epic... I don't know, they've been kind of going downhill lately with their free games. Although, to be fair, next uh, month it's gonna be, like, two weeks of free games every day during December, so...
2: That's true.
0: I mean, I cut them a little bit of slack, so I'm like, okay, if that's at least decent, then sure, I I can deal. Um, but yeah, the first game is called Filament, and it is... Uh, described as self-challenging cable-based puzzles and uncover what really happened to the crew of the Alabaster, now with Hint System for those extra tricky puzzles. Uh, I do love how it's a cable management game, because I'm like, my life is cable management, why do I want to play a game with cable management, but maybe for for some people that's that's what makes them happy. (laughs) Um, And then... Uh, epic double dipping going for rising storm to vietnam yet again. Um yeah. Another another case of a game going free, but it been free in the past. Uh I I picked this up the last time it was free and I still haven't played it, so I can tell you if it's good or not, but it's in Vietnam, so I don't know.
3: It's a fun sure it's one of those games where it's like way more fun to have for of friends
0: to play with together. Okay. It's fine by itself, yeah. Nice. Uh, and then next week is Alba, the a wildlife adventure. Um, what? And, yeah. And it says, even the smallest person can make a big difference. Actually, that's arguably not true because taller people can get more done. Just saying. join <laughs> Alba she sets up to save her beautiful island and its wildlife and possibly start a revolution Almost got a lot going on. Starting revolutions. I don't know. That seems quite a bit. Is this game? Yeah. It's genre is described as just casual. That's all it is. I find that hilarious. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's this little girl oh. just walking around starting revolutions apparently. <laughs> uh, and then uh, also next week is Shadow Tactics. Um, hardcore stealth action tactical game set in Japan around the Edo period
2: um, I think like I've heard good things about that one
0: yeah it's also DLC and stuff too like art books and soundtracks so I'm sure they'll get people who are interested in that kind of stuff to pick that up if they want so but I think it's got a high score on Metacritic too so there's that too
3: yeah, I thought it was alright when I played it way back. It sort of reminds me of like uh Desperado, I think is the game. It's like oh. an mm. older game where, you know, you got characters with different abilities and kind of, you know, manipulate
2: them in a way to get through the level. Yeah, it's good. Nice. Ninja Desperado.
0: There you go. And then uh finally Amazon Prime Gaming has got you covered with Fall New Vegas. They've also got Facility 47 WRC 9 uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade that old gem Uh, Last day of June Etherborn and Whispering Willows most of those all sound really terrible and not that interesting although I would pick up Fallout New Vegas and probably the Indiana Jones game too just because how many like Indiana Jones games have we had in the last little while not that many
2: Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of the last Indiana Jones game that existed, and it's been a while, so. Uh, yeah. Probably those some of the older ones. Games, uh, yeah, probably. I feel like there might have been one that was, like, around the time they released the the last garbage movie that came out uh, 2010 or something like that, maybe. But I could be wrong.
0: Oh, no this looks like, an old DOS game. I'm looking at it now, and, like... Yeah, it's like Fate of
2: Atlantis. Of... Yeah, it's. it's
0: uh... Well, this last Crusade game they're given away for free. It's like yeah, like it's, it. looks like one of those like point click adventure games, and yeah, it's like push, pull, give, yeah,
2: whip. Some of those were good. Like back in the day, I think that was one of the Fate of Atlantis, and there was like another one that was out around that time. So if it's like those, then yeah, I'd play that.
0: PR games were like that.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. All right. Uh, on to the news, and there's a lot of news this week. It was a busy week, the last two weeks. Uh, the original Witcher game is getting remade on Unreal Engine Five. Ho, oh,
2: yes, boy, oh, pretty cool. Cool, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for this, sure. Uh, yeah. Because the if you look at the original Witcher game, like it's rough. It it looks like a dog's ass i'm sorry um yeah i think it could i think
2: easy. it's 15 years old this year uh, which is why they're talking about it now but um i would definitely replay it uh in a modern engine maybe they fix the fact that the click controls in that game are kind of terrible for the combat um story was always good though yeah so that's cool i'm, I'm stoked for that I, th- I think they said it's not gonna be like out for like a while uh so i'm guessing we won't get it anytime in the next year or two but you know
0: yeah
2: it's also not being made by cd project red proper i think it was like port team is working at, and i can't remember who it was uh, but it wasn't like the main team at cd project red
0: okay but um yeah. I, uh, I I would check this out depending on how it's priced because I think like story and missions and all that like there's no way that could compete with like Witcher 3 so I don't know if this would be a full price game or how they're going to tackle that but if it's just like new graphics and stuff I would hope they wouldn't charge more than like 40 bucks or something like that for this but I guess that's going to be like the big sticking point for me is like how much is this going to cost and what am I getting for it which I guess is like case of without every game but still mm-hmm. cool. uh phil spencer hits at xbox console and the game price service getting a price increase in the near future so mm. yep i yep. think they're starting to see the value of it a little bit more which is fair
2: i mean the 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 game pass price increase like I feel like is reasonable. The console, I know that they're, like, losing a shit ton of money on all their consoles they're making right now, so I kind of get that too, but, like, kind of shitty to do after it's been out for, like, you know, a couple years, that they're gonna uh, jack up the price on it. Yeah. Who did that? Who else was the one that did that recently? Oh, Sony did that, but not in the States. They did it everywhere else uh, but North America, I think. Mm -hmm.
0: I think, too, like, I guess I don't understand why they'll just make the console cheaper and, like, raise the price of the Game Pass. Like... Yeah. The idea is, like, get them in the door, get them on Game Pass, and they're gonna keep Game Pass right.
2: But Yeah. Yeah, because, like, Game Pass is, like, a non... It, as long as you get, keep them subscribed, you're gonna get a, you know, constant source of income from that, that customer, whereas the console is just a one-time thing, so... It seems like it would definitely make more sense to make that more attractive.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cool. Um, Yeah. Oh, Marvel has entered into agreement with FIFA and Battlefield publisher EA to make three games based on the Marvel comics. This deal will begin with the previously announced Iron Man game from EA Motive. So... Somebody wants to do business with EA, which is kind of surprising, considering that if you look at how they've done with Star Wars games, I would probably avoid it like the plague. But... Yeah. But uh, hey, to each his own, I guess. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. EA's licensed games has definitely been, like, mostly missed, so it's not super exciting to see that, but you never know. I mean... Some of those Star Wars games actually were okay. Uh, looking at you, Jedi. Uh, what is it? What the hell is it called? Last Jedi? No, no. What the fuck is it?
0: Something Star Wars.
2: Yeah, that one. The Star Wars one <laughs> with the dude. Cal- the- <laughs> I can't think of his name. Uh, yeah. Uh. Hooray. <laughs> um.
0: I, I don't know, like, also, too, I'm kind of like, is that all gonna tie into, like, what Insomniac's doing with, like, Spider-Man and Wolverine? Like, I know the Avengers game didn't do that, and people were like, oh, why isn't that Spider-Man in this? And then we saw why, because that Spider-Man was fucking garbage in Avengers, but, uh... Yeah. That's why I'm like, hmm. Maybe they could all put an effort into like, do, like, a shared universe, kind of like how they do with the movies. Like, one wouldn't complain about that,
2: guys. Just saying. It would be really cool. I think it's harder to do when when you're working with multiple studios to keep all the art, you know, and everything uh, on the same page and the story on the same page because then it kind of limits, you know, what each studio could do. But, yeah, it would be awesome. Uh, I just don't see it happening. Yeah. What was the, the Guardians game? I mean, it had nothing to do with anything else either. It was just its own thing. Um yeah.
0: Again, it's fine. Uh, like yeah. not, not everything has to tie into each other, but I'm just like kind of hoping that like I don't know, maybe if they do like a Punisher game, which someone should do the Punisher game, just saying. Um, that I would like, mm. yeah, all tie into like Wolverine and Spider Man or something like that. so
2: Yeah, I would be totally down with the Punisher game as long as it's rated uh, M uh, and is gory as hell.
0: Sorry, kids, great. you can't play this game, Daddy.
2: Yeah. I mean, the Punisher inherently is pretty violent, so yeah. it would make sense. Uh, unlike some some characters in the Marvel Universe don't need to be in, but uh, definitely the Punisher is one of those.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, PlayStation VR 2 launches at, in February, and it's going to be
2: $549.99. Good what fucking God.
0: What? What a steal. Just kidding. It's not. It's quite expensive.
2: This is in addition to the console, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a standalone. Nope. It's $1,000 now to get both of them uh, uh, together. Yeah, that's a lot.
0: And unless not I'm cheap. mistaken, I don't think you can use PlayStation VR 2 like on a PC two or something like that. So it's not like it's got it's like cross, cross yep, compatibility
2: nope. with like... Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, because like, it's playing PlayStation car- hardware uh, games, and it's just broadcasting the image on the headset. So
0: That's why, like, with VR, like I would say the better VR would be like something that's, like, something you can use on a PC that's very agnostic. Like, at least you can use it on whatever other systems you have. But like, it just seems right. very weird that, like, Sony would charge that much for something that they can only use with their consoles. It just seems very limiting
2: yeah like it it would be really cool if they announced like hey if you have a pc and you have the psvr you can like connect like kind of like how like the 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 quests can still play regular oculus games it doesn't really need to be um you know standalone thing but it would be great if they did something like that to support um other marketplaces but they probably won't
1: (laughs) yeah remember when consoles were the same price yeah
0: yeah. Remember what console didn't require a mortgage to buy?
1: Yeah, so this is why I'm switching to PC gaming. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are gonna do the same way.
0: Oh, hundred percent. And like, yeah, I I was telling you this is uh, even on like Friday I think, but like man, like I like that I can just play games online on my PC and I don't have to pay like like a hundred dollars a year just yeah. to access online services, like it just, that always run me the wrong way with PlayStation. Like, why am I spending money just to use your online service? Like, I pay internet for that. Why do I have to pay, you know? Like, I, I think it. It
1: was, the idea was to update the system, I think, just so like, you know, they have money in their pocket, but I don't know. Yeah.
2: It's funny, though. Uh, when you say that, actually, I think PlayStation lost, like, a shit ton of subscribers recently. So, like, people are realizing maybe now that it's, like, not the greatest thing to do so yeah yeah it's uh well timed
0: (laughs) i think people used to do it just because it was like well i want to play my games online with friends like i'll I'll just pay for this but i think now people are starting to be a bit more critical and like even game pass like i'll say this at least game pass like they bundle with xbox live but at least that gives you more value, I would argue, than what Sony Yeah, did. it
2: does. It does. So. Yeah. PlayStation lost almost 2 million subscribers in the last month, or since they went uh, live with the, the new PlayStation Plus uh, yeah. stuff, which is crazy. It's a lot. Yeah, because it's kind of bullshit. Then, it is kind of bullshit. Yeah.
0: And back when I was an active PlayStation Plus subscriber, the only worry I was is I would look for a deal where like you maybe get like half off for a year or something, and then it would be like, at the time like something like 25 dollars for a year like that was at least a little bit more acceptable now paying right. like whatever it is like a hundred dollars for a year it's just like crazy like i just that's just i don't know maybe pc gamer mindset but i'm just like that's just something that always kind of bugs me a little bit it's just like why the like why would you charge that much just to use online like i get it you're using their infrastructure and all that but still it's very strange hmm. Uh, speaking of very strange, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet leaks just that Ed Sheeran has written a song for the game itself. So
2: <laughs> that's it's, such a weird. Why not?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a so,
2: weird choice for like Pokemon music. I feel like uh, Ed Sheer.
0: Yeah, and Ed Sheeran has, like showed up and stuff before. He was like a Laster sh- Soldier
2: and. Yep. Yep. Game, yep, of, Thrones, game so of Thrones. Yeah.
0: He's got things that he appears in, but what I would love. I don't want it a song. I want Ed Sheeran to be, like, a trainer that you fight in the game. But, like, <laughs> his Pokemon would just be, like, insanely strong. And you would just be like, oh, another trainer battle. And it's like, oh, he's got, like, level 100, like, Pokemon or something. You're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ed Sheeran did record a welcome message for the 2022 Pokemon World Championships in London. Uh, and he basically was like, "Hey, welcome everybody. Hope you have a great time." Blah blah blah. And uh, he teased something about like there being some kind of big surprise. And then people were like doing a whole bunch of leaks. Um, yeah, there's some leaks for for Pokemon. And then some they said that like apparently there's like a song in the in the track list or whatever there's like a song that like that people figure was recorded by Ed Sheeran so yeah you can be playing the new Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and Ed Sheeran might just appear that might be a thing so very very strange (laughs) uh that comes out in two weeks so we'll find out very soon if that's actually true or not okay uh, Fallout 4 gets a 4K next-gen PC update as Bethesda overhauls the RPG. So, cool. Can
2: and it's free, right? Like, I think there's, yes. they said if you have it, you don't have to pay any extra, which is cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Part of me like, thinks, will it still look like hot garbage? Probably. But it'll be 4K hot garbage, so.
2: Yeah, yeah. We can show you car- terrible character animation now in 4K.
0: Yeah. Like... It's cool that they're doing this. I don't know if it's going to make much of a difference just because the game's still kind of... Like, it's it's a pathetic game. They never look the greatest. They look okay, but they're not, like, mind-blowing or anything. So. Yeah. But, yeah, it's free. So, you can pick that up and play Fallout 4 in 4K. Uh, next up, Elden Ring DLC is leaked in uh, a data mine. Apparently will include a new dungeon and tons of bosses. Apparently, um, the the data mine concluded that there was room in the files for thirty extra bosses, which is a lot. Wow. Awesome.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Man, it's really making me not want to play this game because I feel like there's just so much stuff to do.
2: It's huge. Like it. Yeah. It. It's like a hundred hours to like get through everything kind of kind of game so it's it's up there with like witcher 3 for like time spent playing uh it's crazy yeah but it's really good like it's totally like one of the best souls games they've made uh for sure it's it's fun Mm
0: so (laughs) Um, okay oh boy here we go hearthstone's at it again big announcement death knight class is being added to hearthstone so this is the newest class since they added the demon hunter back in 2020 i want to say 2019 i guess it's been two or three years ago yeah yeah it's been a bit a bit since demon hunter got announced um yeah death knight class looks crazy um Uh, They're adding 68 cards in total at launch that you can play with for the Death Knight, so that's just class-specific. Obviously, you can use neutral cards and whatever else, but, um, yeah, it's quite a bit. Uh, It looks also interesting, too, because the Death Knight has these runes, and the runes you put into your deck, and depending on the number of runes, you can use a certain number of cards. So, like, in total, there's three rune slots, and there's uh blood uh frost and then kind of like necromancy uh it's like the three runes and so like you can do any combination you could do like one blood one frost one necromancy you can do three blood or three frost or whatever combination but depending on what you do you lock yourself out of certain cards so like there might be a card that's like three rune slot requirement that if you don't have all three runes of that certain type you can't use that card so i think it's interesting because it kind of gives a little bit more of a focus to your decks so you do have to decide like what runes you're using they did say like if you're copying deck lists and stuff it will automatically include what runes they're going to use so it's not too bad but mm. uh yeah it's it, yeah sorry
2: it sounds like a pretty cool uh, interpretation of the WoW class for Death Knight, because that's pretty much the WoW Death Knight focuses on these runes, and you spend the runes to actually cast, you know, Death Knight spells. So I think that's that's pretty cool that they made a point to uh, build it around that. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm curious, what is the uh, hero power that you get with it?
0: Uh, so it spawns a 1-1 ghoul that has charge, but then at the end of the turn it dies. Okay. So oh, it's kind of like a ping cool. ping style effect. Yeah. Uh, also, too, the Death Knight has this extra currency called corpses. So as minions die, it gets corpses, and then it can redeem that those corpses for certain effects with cards and stuff like that. So. Like, oh, so that
2: totally yeah, it works. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. So not only is it a ping, but it also kind of works towards your um, building. Yeah. Your corpse. Value there. And then, of course. Why not also do a very uh, Death Knight-focused expansion? So the new expansion is called March of the Lich King. It's coming out December 6th. And, um, yeah, it seems very focused on the undead. But um, also, too, it seems to be focusing on blood elves quite a bit, too. And their... Mm. I forget what their homeland is called, but... Yeah. Or their their home city or whatever. But that's also the focus of where... What they're doing with the expansion so
2: God, why can't i think of it I, it's gonna drive me nuts
0: <laughs> i'm not a big warcraft lore guy so like all of my lore comes from hearthstone so.
2: i can picture the city in my head like exactly what it looks like but i can't think of the name from it is it, it's not silver moon is it
0: a silver main i think that's what, yeah it was like six, yeah so yeah it takes place there so yeah so very
1: Very cool. I'm excited. I haven't watched the videos, but, like, listening to you guys, I'm excited. Like, like, Death Knight used to be, like, once Death Knight came out, this is talking Wrath of the Lich King, because they fucking ruined Death Knight eventually through all the expansions. Uh, Death Knight in Wrath of the Lich King, I think Cataclysm was okay, was, like, one of my favorite class. It was just so much fun to play Death Knight.
2: Yeah.
1: Now it just fucking sucks. I don't know. Like, I played a Death Knight last expansion,
2: it just feels not Death Knight-ish. Hmm. Well, they made it, like, they had to dumb it down, I guess, because it, it was pretty complicated back in the day. Uh, but, like, in the in a good way, like, it kept you busy uh, cycling through your runes and stuff. And now I think all the runes are the same type, and it doesn't really have any, like, you don't have to have specific runes to cast specific spells. I think it's all kind of, you just have rune power or something like that. But it, it's, yeah, it definitely was better back then, I think, too. Mm-hmm.
0: And what's... Uh... Cool too is if you haven't played Hearthstone in a while, uh, Blizzard really wants you to check out this new expansion in the class. So, what they're doing is if you haven't played the game in like I want to say 90 days or more, if you log in, they just give you a full blown like standard deck to play with of your choosing. You have like a week to play around with it, okay, to decide. So, you know, if you're like on the fence, you're like, oh, I haven't played Hearthstone in a while, do I really want to pick it up or start playing again for this new expansion? uh definitely yeah like if you uh pick it up now they're gonna give you a chance to like get your own deck so you can start playing and of course from there you can like build more decks but like you'll get a good standard deck that you can start playing with so you can just hop right back in so i think that's pretty cool i mean there's no way i'm going to be eligible for that but (laughs) but (laughs) you might be um yeah i also Mm -hmm. like love to the standard hero portrait for the death knight is uh I thought that was pretty good, because I think nice. there's a few Death Knights, right? So they could have gone with a few different choices, but yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that's coming December sixth. Uh, I, for one, cannot wait. I'm very excited for this. But yeah, they're gonna start revealing cards here soon because mm-hmm. that's usually how it goes with these kind of expansions. Is they'll usually start kind of revealing the cards and. Um, yeah, so it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Right now there's a free, uh, card called the Sunwell. Uh, if you log in, it's a legendary spell. Fills your hand with random spells that cost one less for each other card in your hand. So it's a bit of a trade-off if your hand is, like, pretty full. It's going to cost less, but you're maybe only going to get, like, one or two cards. But if your deck is really low, you cast Sunwell, even if you pay, like, eight or nine man, you're going to get a ton of cards. So. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then there was something about signature cards. It's a new cosmetic quality to the cards, kind of similar to, like, Golden Diamond. Like, apparently it's going to have stylized full art images. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't know too much more about it, but apparently it's, like, a new rarity for cards. So,
2: I wonder if that's, like, a response to how uh marvel snap has been doing their art stuff because the art in marvel snap is like pretty pretty awesome uh and there's nothing like it in Hearthstone. so it wouldn't surprise me if they're doing something to kind of match that Mm
0: -hmm. no totally agree i like uh we'll talk about marvel snap in a bit but that game's fun like the thing about marvel snap too is like you don't really like you upgrade your cars just cosmetically, and that's all it right. really is. Like it doesn't improve the the actual gameplay of that car. It's just like, right? Wow, this one just popped out of the frame. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Overwatch Two has a new tank hero revealed. Ramatra looks looks very tanky.
2: Yep, yeah, it's the Omnic with. Horns or something, kind of. Yeah. Tanky Tanky Omnic, Symmetra buddy, I guess. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Or not Symmet? Is it Symmetra? Uh... That's uh... That right? That's not right. No, <laughs> Zenyatta. Zenyatta. Zenyatta is the name.
0: What I find funny too is blizzards just shoot themselves in the foot because the new Hearthstone expansion's out December sixth. What else is What else is out December sixth? Ramatra. Like, guys, couldn't you have done, like, one or the other maybe, like, two or three days later before something? And
2: And I think the, the WoW expansion is literally, like, the week before that. So, like, it's, you're just, like, dumping and all their Rafa stuff at the same. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, God. I think Rathalich yeah. comes out in a couple of weeks, actually.
0: Yeah, and... I want to say, like, November 28th or something like that. This one... So, yeah, like, almost, like, a week before. It's crazy. Yep so um although do keep in mind that apparently ramatra is going to roll out to players via the battle pass for Overwatch of course yeah yeah i mean i've paid for the battle pass so i guess i'm gonna get ramatra but i'm not not gonna lie i have regretted getting the battle pass because i haven't played overwatch 2 as much
2: same yeah same i i got the character from it i guess so that's good but other than that like i haven't really unlocked like i think i'm like level 20 still like it's yeah i'm the same not even boat close. With
0: that. and i'm like i shouldn't have gotten it it wasn't that much it was like 14 bucks or something like that but still right
2: uh, yeah I didn't the biggest problem with it is that there's no way to earn currency in the battle pass to buy the next battle pass which is like the the way that most of those battle passes do it like call of duty you play the battle pass you get you get currency to buy the next one so you really only spend 10 dollars and then play a bunch of money, play a bunch of games to uh, you know, keep playing throughout the seasons, but there's nothing like that in this one, which is disappointing.
0: So. Yeah. So, not gonna lie, I'm probably not gonna pick up the new one. Same. When yeah. comes up, but okay. Um. All right. Uh, and then finally, speaking of Mar- Marvel Snap, Marvel Snap earns two million dollars in its first week. So.
2: Unsurprising.
0: Good. It's really good. good. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun game. I haven't had to put any money into it. Not like I could even figure out where I would be putting money into it anyways. because the UI is kind of garbage in that game. Sorry. but
2: Yeah, it <laughs> definitely is rough. Uh...
0: <laughs> yeah, it's because uh... yeah, like I don't know. I, I was trying to figure out like where can I go to like create cards. Like in Hearthstone you can craft cards like the ones that you want but I don't think you can do yeah. that in Marble Snap. I think it's all randomly generated which cards you get. So
2: yeah, like, you get cards from uh, from upgrading your collection level. You get random cards from that. And then you can also get them as rewards from, like, season pass and stuff like that. But, yeah, I don't think there's, like, a way to craft anything. There is a way to, like, level up your cards that you have if they're, like, part of the store's current selections or something. But. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, that's it for news. Let's get on with reviews. I mean, I'm going to talk about Modern Warfare Two, but I'm sure Jamie's going to chime in too because I mean, we're both playing Modern Warfare Two. Yeah. What do you think so far, Jamie? You enjoying it?
2: I am. Uh, so I think, I think it started off like on a good note. Like as far as like the the multiplayer is concerned, specifically, uh, I've already had more fun with it in the first couple days than I had in. Uh, Vanguard for most of the time Vanguard existed um, I think it's just balanced a little better uh, I will say the map selection is a little bit iffy for me like I don't love the maps in this game yet um, it's it's a little bit too many maps that aren't feeling balanced to me like on what side you're on and stuff like that which is normally it's fine it's just I gotta get used to them a little bit more because um, I'm just struggling on some of them uh but yeah overall i think it's it's pretty well uh you know it's another call of duty it's a lot slower uh than the last couple of call of duties i think um there's a lot more like me walking around slowly and checking corners than i had to in the past uh, where i'd just be kind of running around with the smg or something like that so um different different pacing i think for sure uh yeah, and then there's a there's weird unlock system in this game, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah, we were um,
0: talking about that before we started recording. I think that's, like, my biggest complaint with this game is the unlock system is just fucking... I, I hate to be so mean, but it's fucking nonsense. It's so stupid.
2: Yeah, it's really weird. Like, so... Okay, so to explain it for everyone else, uh, so you, you start with a gun, and let's say your gun is, like, the M4. Uh, and so the M4 when you level up to a certain level on the m4 you'll level up other guns to unlock them uh it's like these tracks um so you level up the m4 to to max then you'll level you'll get a couple different guns to unlock from there uh and then on top of that as you level up the m4 you'll unlock different um attachments for it but not all of them unlock from playing with the m4 some of them you have to play with other guns and so It's this weird feeling of like, I can level up this gun, but I can't really maximize my ability with it without playing with other guns. And that just feels bad. It feels like they don't want you to, they want you to experience like a bunch of different guns instead of just playing with one gun. And I kind of understand like wanting to do that, but just, it makes playing with one gun that you like feel like shit because you're like, oh, I got to stop playing with this now because I want to unlock... You know this particular attachment and it's not part of this gun's levels like it's weird it just feels real weird
0: i um, think like if they had done it where there was like two ways of unlocking it like either you can play as like if you're unlocking attachments through your m4 and you just use the m4 and eventually they just give you give you that through playing the m4 but maybe like the level requirement is like 15 for the m4 but maybe if you play as a different weapon and you get to like level two instead or level yeah. 4, it's like, oh, you can, so you can unlock it a little faster, but there's no, nothing really like that. It's just like, it just forces your hand to basically play with a weapon that you might not enjoy playing with.
2: Yeah, it's it's so weird. Uh, I will say the one thing that I was pleasantly surprised about, as someone who I, I'm like one of those people that will go in and play a gun and try to unlock all the camos on every gun and then move on to a new one. Um, pretty I get obsessed with that stuff. So they did Decrease the number of like camos you need to gold a gun from like i don't know like 10 to like four and they made the challenges a little bit less like universally obnoxious so like back in in like previous call of duties you would have like an smg and to unlock all the camos you'd have to do various things you'd have to like get point blank kills and get you know different types of of kills, and then they'd always have, like, something that just didn't feel like it fit for that particular gun, and you'd be like, oh my god, like, I'm playing with an SMG and they're asking me to do long shots? Fuck this thing, like, I'm never gonna do this. So, so far, I haven't had to do anything weird like that with the guns in this game. They've had, like, more reasonable challenges like oh so i'm using an smg it'll be like point blank kills or like get kills while crouching or something like that and it's it's a little bit less of like a ridiculous ask for some of the things that they've had in there so if you're a completionist and you're trying to unlock all the camos it might be a little less taxing on on doing that in this game which is kind of a welcome change um but yeah for the attachments it still sucks that they have all these other stupid requirements did you play the campaign at all
0: i have not um which i kind of want to because i was going through the operators and i mean we got the vault edition and it has some pretty mm-hmm. cool operators to begin with but i saw there were some that you have to play through the campaign to unlock so i was like
2: Maybe yeah I should get those yeah
0: operators but nah, i i've been almost exclusively multiplayer and i'm not complaining like i mostly play call of duty for multiplayer so
2: right um, yeah, so the 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 single player campaign is pretty decent. I'm like maybe two thirds of the way through it now. Um, I'm playing it on veteran, um, and it's it's challenging enough to, to you know whatever. It's it's nothing like inc- incredibly hard. There's like a realism mode that you get after you beat it once. That's probably harder um that, that would make it um, impossible in some pot- parts. But uh, I'm just playing through and getting some of the trophies to. Uh, you know, while I'm playing through it and then I will eventually I think there's like when you beat the game, there's like a gun or something you unlock, and I really wanted to see what the fuck it was. So I think that was why I started doing it. Um but yeah, the story wise it's pretty good. Um mission wise it's okay so far. The the first half of it's just kind of slow. Uh and I think it picks up in the second half. Uh you get some more cool like set piece missions, like, oh, in this mission you're doing uh you're you're in a uh, airship and you're you're doing a cover uh trying to take out um enemies with like the gun on the ship while you're while you're watching your other teammates doing shit um, which is kind of one of those missions they've had in a lot of those games but it's fun there's some sniper missions that are really good um but yeah i think overall it's, it's pretty decent campaign i think i like it a little bit more than The last one uh, in Vanguard, which I thought was good. I just think this one's a little bit better in terms of story. Yeah.
0: I mean, I will say this about uh, this game. I I think it feels a lot better than Vanguard did. It
2: definitely does. It it, it feels uh, more precise, less Mm. janky, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, when I shoot someone, it feels like... It feels good. Like it, it's got pleasant sound effects. Uh it doesn't feel like I have to like be jumping all the time. Like there's still a lot of people that are just bunny hopping all over the fucking place because I don't know what they think that's how you play Call of Duty. I don't I don't understand why you do that shit. Uh but uh yeah, it's it's less of that in this game. It's a lot more like people just posting up and, and uh uh shooting the shit out of you from, from good spots, so I don't yeah. know feels better for sure i agree
0: and also too like i've been enjoying that like the maps all side all sort of cater to different like styles of playing and like there Mm -hmm. will be people who will be like i'm gonna play this smg no matter what but like there's certain maps where i've been like okay like i'm gonna go with my marksman rifle or my shotgun or whatever like based on the 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 map so i do like that like more so than most other call of duty games in the past like the maps have enough of a variety that I feel like I'm forced to choose a loadout that suits that map very well.
2: Um, Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely the case. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, I still have my favorite weapons. I unlocked the SPR 208 and I think that might, Oh my my fucking God. (laughs) I love that weapon. It's so good. That
2: gun is so ridiculous. It's a shotgun. It's a sniper rifle. It's, it's the, it's, it does everything. It's, good close range good at long range
0: <laughs> yeah it's great it's yeah it's not overpowered at all oh no, no. it's a little <laughs> but i yeah, i been loving that weapon because yeah like it's it's more of like a mid-range rifle than a sniper rifle i'd argue but like man, oh for sure some of those some of the kills i get with that are insane and then i put a thermal visor on it so from distance i can like just look for the thermal image of someone and just be like you're dead
2: if Uh, you run into someone that has that gun and you are running like a uh like a a assault rifle like you probably are gonna die at at most range because that thing is like a one-shot kill unless you have body armor or something uh at most ranges it's fucking nuts
0: not to give people too many bad ideas because i mean i could (laughs) and i will uh get the anti-armor rounds for that gun as like thing and then problem solved you just go and yep. put on your anti-armor rounds and then oh you're 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 set uh probably my yep. favorite loadout right now is yeah the spr and then i also have the um one of the shotguns as well so nice. i'll basically use the spr when i'm kind of out and about and if i go into a building i just switch to the shotgun because the shotguns are also really powerful in this game Uh they really
2: are and so actually the first time i seen the spr i thought that was what i was getting killed with was a shotgun because it was like i was like what the fuck this thing is so far away and it looks like a shotgun but it was like oh it's a marksman rifle it's not not a shotgun yeah
0: (laughs) yeah uh i've been playing a little bit with smgs too um yeah because smgs are fun too but i don't know like there's the burst rifles i haven't been playing mm-hmm. all, a time with those same with the lmgs i'm not playing a ton with those um knives i find are not that helpful in this game i don't know i've tried
2: uh the knife um uh knife shield combo is still fucking broken like it's stupid
0: <laughs> I, I just find there's like a lot of openness to the areas and I oh definitely like- yeah like, whereas before, like, you could go in with a knife to, like, a relatively closed-off area, and you'd be okay. But, like, now it's, like, there's so much openness. I've tried using the knife, and then people just shoot me down. I'm like, nah, nah. So, yeah. Cozy.
2: Pretty good. Uh, Pretty good. I'm definitely liking it more than uh, than the previous years. And probably more than uh, black uh, whatever the hell the Black Ops one is called. I can't think of it now uh
0: cold yeah war. i think it was cold war yeah i i yeah. i definitely think for me it's not as good as modern warfare like the last one that came out but right yeah it's probably the best call of duty since then
2: i agree yeah so um
0: i i would be uh the only few complaints i have are that the upgrade system is is hot garbage i'm not a big fan and then also to the ui is a a mess um oh
2: boy yeah it's they like made it like the hulu menu it's fucking stupid uh
0: well like there's just some stuff that's just been pissing me off like part of the vault edition that we got has the battle pass which is awesome like i'm excited there's no battle pass yeah Yeah. (laughs) like the battle pass is just grayed out and i had to look up online they're like oh the battle pass doesn't launch until november 16th why isn't there not right. something in the game that tells me that, right? Like there, just,
2: That would be helpful, yeah. Yeah, like, there's, I, a, there's a couple weird omissions between the battle pass being gone, and then there's, like, no barracks, which is weird. Yeah. So there's, like, nowhere to see your, your current stats or your record or anything like that, so I have no idea what my KD is right now. It yeah. feels like it's probably okay, but not great. Uh, but yeah. I have no way of knowing. The app's not updated, so you can't check on the app. It's just kind of weird that they didn't uh, make those kind of... Also, too, like,
0: well, part of what we got with the Vault Edition was the XP boosters, and I have yet to figure out where I can see how much time is left on those XP boosts. Oh, yeah, I haven't
2: used any of them yet, so that's curious.
0: Well, I actually didn't see it until yesterday, so I don't know if there was a (laughs) delay in them giving it to, like, or what that was, but I logged in Mm -hmm. yesterday to play some, and they were like, oh, do you want to use some XP boosts? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not, so. Hmm. But, yeah, I kind of wish there was a way to kind of, like, I don't know, like, even, like, a timer in the UI that just says, like, 24 minutes left or something
2: like Yeah, usually that's, like, right on the front page, like, when you're queued up. It'll be, like, there's X yeah. amount of minutes left on your boosts.
0: But I think the game pretty much just starts it at an hour, and then you go from there. So I would recommend, mm. if you're going to do it, use, like, a clock function on your phone or something to, like, chart it. Makes on the sense. Cause, yeah, there was, like, I was like, am I making double XP because it feels like I'm back to regular, but mm. anyways... I think, yeah, still, still really like this game. What do you think for a score?
2: Uh, I think I give it a nine out of ten, maybe eight and a half out of ten. Uh, I'll see more about like whether or not after the season releases if it stays that high. Um, see how they support it and add weapons to it and all that fun stuff. But I think for like first pass, eight at eight and a half out of ten is probably where I'm at.
0: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'll go with a nine out of ten. I I like. For whatever complaints I have, I feel like they are pretty minor. Like I'm still having a ton of fun with this game. So. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a big thing. Like I play the game the most, even though I've had games to play this week that arguably should be taking up more of my time. But <laughs> speaking of, uh Bayonetta three. But got playing that on the Switch. Um Curious to hear your thoughts. Yeah, on that. same. Yeah, I like it. Um <laughs> like Call of Duty the UI is a bit of a mess. Uh, I think with this one, it's a little bit more frustrating because there's been times that I've replayed levels because I didn't realize, like, I had no idea on the level track where I was. And so I was Mm. like, I'm like, oh, this is the next level. Like, why am I in the same level again? And it shouldn't be that hard to be like, oh, I'm, I'm playing the next level. Like, most games you can understand. This is the next level. This is... I'm done with this level. Not with Bayonetta 3, apparently. it's Weird. Very, yeah.
2: Yeah. That's, like, like was, such a basic thing.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not a fucking idiot. I know how to choose a fucking level. Why is it that this game is so incredibly, like, frustrating? And there's there's been quite a number of times where I've loaded in the previous level again, and I'm like, fuck my life. Like, I'm not an idiot. I swear. Um, aside from that, it plays very well it's a lot of fun um the gameplay is as absurd and fun as ever before mm. um i i guess i would probably prefer to play it on something else aside from the switch because there's been a few yeah. times like i don't know i feel like with all the action of the game like the switch feels a little flimsy at times when playing it and i've had a couple times where i've been worried i'm gonna break my joy con playing this
2: game oh <laughs> yeah yeah that's my concern exactly with this game is it feels like a button mashing, you know, type type situation. And, and the Switch doesn't hold up to those very well.
0: No, that's... Yeah, so that's been my main complaint. Um, still fun. Like, I'm still having fun playing it. But, yeah, there's been certain times I'm like, man, maybe don't mesh that button a little too hard because you might just break your charge mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, the graphics are great. Uh, there's some cool settings. So, like... If you want to play without all the nudity and blood and gore you can <laughs> turn all that off for the kiddies um, yeah censor so mode yeah, yeah.
2: So, how's the, uh, the how's the uh, is the story as, as ridiculously stupid as the other one?
0: Oh yeah there's not the I time assume this, it is, yeah. this game doesn't make any sense and I'm like <laughs> oh perfect I'm like yeah. did I just see that and how did I tie into the story because I don't know if it really does yeah. arguable um, yeah. Uh,
2: that's that's the game. Yeah,
0: yeah. and like, <laughs> there's fun upgrades and ways to play and different combos and stuff like that. So it it keeps you engaged when you're not accidentally loading the same
2: level. Uh, how do you how do you how would you say the weapons? Uh, like the variety in the weapons are because like I know in like the first game you had like ice skates and like fucking I can't remember what the other ones are to be honest, but there's like a a decent variety of like weird shit to use. <laughs> Is this the same?
0: Yeah, like there's quite a few different uh, things you can grab. Um, one of my favorites uh, was the Cruel Altea, which um, it's like gauntlets and some greaves. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's kind of cool because when you attack, like they detach from your body to kind of extend out. It's, it's, mm. it's, 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 it's actually, and there's some really cool combos with stuff like that. Um, yeah and uh yeah it's just there's different weapons to play with for sure i haven't unlocked all of them because i haven't fully completed the game but yeah i've I've got from what i can ascertain quite a few of them so nice i hear there's some
2: games to play for sure
0: yeah
3: there's some summoning mechanic or something as well that was introduced in this game how is that is it like you can do it at any time or is it only at specific parts of the level
0: uh, yeah, it's there's like a demon that you can kind of control, and you have direct control over its movements. Um, yeah, it's okay. I was finding that aside from when the, the game required it, I wasn't really using it that much, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's um, it's definitely. I I don't know. I'm curious if other people when they play it kind of use uh Gamora as they um the demon but uh there was a few points where gamora kind of is like forced in and then you kind of do like a boss battle with some bigger enemies with with it and those mm. moments are kind of cool it kind of like feels a little bit like a kaiju fight from like godzilla or something okay so, yeah mm, okay. great yeah cool and the other character you get to play i forget what her name was
3: is the gameplay quite different i don't know if you've gotten to that
0: uh yeah a little bit yeah i don't want to get too much into spoilers but yeah there's cool yeah but yeah um yeah i will i will say yeah so far i've been uh, i'm having fun with uh with bayonetta 3 and uh yeah i i do think the ui is hot garbage but once you load into the levels, and you know, if you can keep things going at a relatively good pace, I think you're going to enjoy it. So i give it like an 8 out of 10. It's still pretty good. Um, I do think that, um, yeah, the the UI definitely needs some work. And I think those are the two, like, I don't know. I just kind of feel like maybe with the button mashing and all that, they could have been a little bit more forgiving. Like nowadays, there's options for like, Holding down a button to execute on the same commands and stuff like that. I'm like, I'd rather would that than like mashing a button. But yeah. Uh, see, so yeah, eight out of ten. That's out now on the Nintendo Switch. Also been playing Gotham Knights and I beat that. And uh, I don't know if I recommend it. Um, <laughs> I <that's the> consensus. <laughs> a friend of it's mine was like, FPS one, right? uh it's not an fps it's like uh arkham the arkham games very similar to oh, that
3: no I'm, i think i misspoke i meant is this the
2: 30 fps game
0: oh um, it is. yeah yeah oh. yeah I mean, on, I was... on,
2: well on pc it's more than that but on everything yes. else it's 30 oh FPS. okay yeah well, that's, that's not bad like but but i think that the pc requirements are like insane like it's it's incredibly high yeah yeah which
0: is arguably not even justifiable because it's not that, <laughs> not that gorgeous <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I was hitting like 60 FPS pretty consistently, which is fine, even higher than that, but I kept it capped at 60 just for my own sake, but, um, yeah, it, so basically the game starts and you choose which of the Gotham Knights you're going to play as. You have your choice of Batgirl, Nightwing, Robin, and Red Hood. Obviously, most people, if you're fucking cool like I am, you choose Red Hood because he's fuck, also fucking cool. Um, just kidding. I don't know.
2: Guns, 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 right? Isn't, yeah. Isn't Red Hood the gun guy? Yeah. Yes. Which also
0: arguably doesn't make any sense because... It's so like, weird. They're, like, non-fatal. I think they make some line about, like, oh, rubber bullets or some shit like that, but still. Um It doesn't really matter, though, because you can ultimately switch to any of the other characters and your level progresses over to them. So if you're level 15 with Red Hood, you're level 15 with Robin, too. So when you take over as Robin, it automatically sets that level and you can go level them up accordingly assign value. So don't overthink it too much if you play this game and you're like, oh, my gosh, should I play as one? Like, it doesn't matter. You can switch and you're going to play as the other one and level them up accordingly. Um, I mostly played as Red Hood, um, and I got to say this game has been the most infuriating game I've played in a long time. Um, one of the biggest issues I have with it is that uh, in order to get the next mission, you have to interrogate some bad guys, which sounds cool on paper. And execution is fucking awful because anytime you load up the game, it'll be like, oh, go find uh, a member of this mafia to go and uh, interrogate them. So you had to go around this fucking map and, like, attack these random enemies. And if you manage to not kill them in one hit, which you have to really try to, like, not do, you can then grab them and interrogate them and ask them questions like, hey, where's where's ice or mr freeze or whatever you know and then they're like ah, he's over here and then you have to go back and start the mission you have to do this for every fucking mission and it's annoying it just like it's and sometimes you'll go through and attack enemies and none of them have any information so you have to go back to belfry or whatever it is your home base is called then you got to go out again. You got to do the same thing all over again where you got to go and find some dudes and hopefully you find the dude that's got the information. It's just very obnoxious. I wish they had done it where maybe you could like use some kind of scan to find out if someone has information. I don't know if that was even, oh, that doesn't even make that much sense, I guess. But, you know, I don't know. Something that just makes it a little more clear who's got information and who you're just wasting time on. But, mm. yeah it's just very infuriating when you just want to get on with the next mission and instead the game's like you gotta find someone who knows some shit and then you can get start the mission like no I, I just want to play this game like please stop um i did manage to get my red hood to the max level and uh i mainly focused on his ranged combat the guns and i gotta say like at a certain point like the game was not even fun anymore because it was just way too easy because My guns Mm. were one-shotting pretty much every enemy, or maybe two-shotting some bigger enemies, but it was still pretty easy. And all you have to do, all you have to do is just jump down and mash on the Y button. The game auto-targets enemies, so literally, you just mash Y with Red Hood. You, like, one-shot the enemies, and then it's done. It's not even a challenge. And, yeah. I don't know. It's just not very fun. I don't think Mm. most people are gonna enjoy this game just because There's not enough of a challenge. There's too much monotony to the regular gameplay. And then it's also, like, the story was not that exciting. Um, Hmm. I was expecting some big twists in the game, and there wasn't. In fact, like, okay, mild spoiler, but, like, the game involves, like, Batman's uncle. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you guys can't even, like, can't even do anything exciting. It's just like, oh, it's Batman's uncle's up to no good. I'm like, who fucking cares, dude? Like, I'm just done. So anyways, I'll give this game like a 5 out of 10. I don't think most people Mm -hmm. are going to enjoy it. It's very exceptionally mediocre. Um, Do you
2: think it would be worth playing if you were able to pick it up for like half price or like even like, you know, 30 bucks or something?
0: Not even. Wow, okay. okay. I just think with how monotonous it is, and how much you're gonna have to grind in the game it's it's not worth paying even like five ten bucks for honestly like the only way i would ever recommend somebody plays this is if they get it for free like if they give this away on playstation plus or something maybe even then i would probably say you don't even have to install this it's it's just very very not good the only, yeah. i was i was so
2: hyped for this game and then it just progressively got me more nervous as it was releasing that people were kind of like <laughs> uh, it's not very good it's kind of combat's kind of shitty it looks like not yeah. that great and now it sounds like everyone was right uh, which is a bummer
0: and what i would have liked is like okay like a lot of games like rpgs like this that are multiplayer or like this yeah the core story is maybe not exciting but you have like some kind of like end post-game content like stuff that keep you mm-hmm. engaged they don't have that so there's nothing really to do once you beat this game and i think that's mm-hmm. really like i would have been more forgiving if they were like oh this is done but now there's some other cool like stuff you could do but clearly they were saving stuff for a sequel and they're not going to put it in as like post-game content for this mm. uh, i mean i could be wrong but i feel like they're not going to so. It
2: felt like at one point this was supposed to be like a game as a service type game. Um, yeah, with the, that had like live service, and now yeah, they were like, never mind, uh, co-op, two people. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, not overly entertaining or fun, and I I don't know, I would say even as someone who's like a fan of Batman stuff, like I don't know, just there's not enough here to keep me interested. And I don't think most people are going to be interested. It's it's a shame. And, like, I don't know. If they kept the core gameplay a little more exciting, uh, they made a more interesting story and had some, like, post-game content, sure. But there's just so many, like, oh, they don't have this. They don't have that. And even if, like, one thing was missing, it'd be, like, okay, this sucks, but a little more acceptable. But it's just so many things piling on all at once. Like, I mean, I'm fortunate my friend paid for a copy because he was, like, I, I want someone to play co-op with, and then I'm, like, I know you paid for it, but I, you still owe me money because this was this is terrible. <laughs> All right, uh, Persona Five Royal uh, out on the Switch. Uh, it's pretty much just a new version of Persona Five. Um, mm-hmm. It's out on PC and uh, other places as well, but I got a copy for the Switch, and um, yeah, I'm in, I'm enjoying it. I will say i haven't played that much of it not because i'm not interested or not i don't have the time or anything but i will say it's mostly just because i've played persona 5 so i don't really have too much of a reason to go play persona 5 royal because i've already played persona 5 but i will say this version on um on uh the switch works quite well looks good um yeah, I've been having fun with it. I probably am only like five hours in, if that. Well, as you know, yeah, mm. for, around five hours, and yeah, like it's it's a hundred plus hour RPG if you're really putting the time. Into yeah. It. So, yep. So I mean, uh, yeah, I would love to play more of it. I probably won't again, not because I I'm not that interested, but just because I've already played it and there's just so much stuff to play right now, but. From what I played, it did play very well, and I just know Persona Five. You, know, most people will, would argue that's a game worth playing. Uh, I will say, if you've never played it before, it's probably now is a good time to pick it up on the Royal version. And uh, if you have played it, I guess like if you really want to play it on the Switch, uh, yeah, this is a good copy to pick up. If if you have already played it, you might want to skip this one. I don't think there's really enough here to. Uh, warrant like somebody who's played this before picking it up again. So, yeah, I guess it really depends on if you've played it before and if you want to play some more of it. But I'd still give this a nine out of ten. Um, still, still a great game. It's just a matter of whether whether your enjoyment of it is gonna be long term or not. And that's kind of the case with a lot of games. With this one in particular, I'm like, yeah, if you've if you've never played this before, it's it's probably good to pick it up and try. But if not, yeah. Uh, Overwatch 2, been playing some of that. Not nearly as much as I probably should be, but still playing a little bit. Um, still pretty fun. Uh, I'm a little annoyed that, like, I read somewhere in a post that they said when you complete a match, you were going to get some coins that you could then put towards getting skins, and I've never gotten that. So I don't know if they just forgot or what, but it seems very strange. Mm. Uh, playing Injustice 2 still uh, I don't know I just started replaying it and then I was like focused on getting a lot of characters to level 30 And I think I'm just done I'm kind of done playing Injustice 2 it is fun but I'm also like I don't really need to play much more of it I don't think um, I was mostly playing as Brainiac I got him to level 30 and like I was doing some crazy insane range damage I was playing some games online but it's also kind of like it's been harder to find matches online just because no one's really playing Injustice Two anymore. So,
2: mm.
0: yeah, stuff. I'm gonna probably uninstall it, but yeah, still, still a fun game. Definitely would recommend if you uh, got it for PlayStation Plus or if you picked it up on sale for PC lately. Like, yeah, it's a fun game to check out. And then finally, Hearthstone. They do have this cool new event right now because, uh, as some people may remember, there was the Frozen Throne expansion which came out, I want to say 2017. Uh and that had a bunch of Death Knight cards. So in like celebration of the Death Knight class and the new uh Death Knight uh cards and all that coming in the new expansion, they've brought back that old expansion to play. So that all those cards are back in standard now and they're a part of the core set so everybody gets them. So you can start playing around with some of those old Death Knight cards. And some of them are pretty fun. Uh, They gave like a bunch of the old hero cards. Like the Death Knight hero cards for each class and stuff like that. So I've just been playing around with some decks with that. There is a separate track that they've added for uh, this event. So as you play and complete certain uh, quests, you get stuff towards getting some extra. Like just little stuff like emotes and skins and stuff like that. But it's been pretty fun, and I'm just saving up my gold for the expansion. I'm currently at like around forty four hundred gold, so it's probably going to be around forty four packs. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to keep saving because more packs the better. So, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for uh, the new expansion. I think I'm going to be curious how many people rejoin or join Hearthstone for the first time because, like, obviously the Death Knight and Arthas is like such a big deal um so i'm gonna be curious how if people are gonna check out hearthstone either for the first time or return because of this but yeah that's all i've been playing uh jamie i know you, we were talking about modern warfare 2 but what else you've been playing
2: uh so yeah other than modern warfare 2 i've been playing a bunch of marvel snap um <clears throat> it is uh pretty good pretty good uh card game i think mm-hmm. uh I really like it if the games go by pretty quick um, it doesn't feel like I need to have as much of a uh, investment in deck building for because obviously it just came out like I'm not I'm not behind the eight ball with the deck building stuff like I am with uh, with the um, hearthstone so like I've been able to just kind of jump in it pretty easily. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, unfortunately, I I started playing it like this week, and I was like, oh man, the season's like almost already done uh, for their first season. So I was like, well, I'll I'll wait, and maybe I'll buy the next season pass. But they had a bunch of like Spider-Man themed cards, which is kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's nice. There's, it's just like a pretty chill, you know, I don't know, six turns a game. Um, you you basically have three areas to play cards. The areas change per per game based on random uh assigning of of what they do uh and the areas do things like you know either destroy cards randomly or increase or decrease power levels of the cards that are there and really all it is is just uh you have to have more cards in or, or more power in a, in an area than your opponent does to take it um and you if you take two out of three you win the match so um doesn't take a lot of of explaining to, to to learn it, it's pretty simple, um, pretty straightforward, and and it starts off with like a pretty decent amount of, of cards to play with, uh, and as you you play, you get these um, points to level up your cards' appearance. So you start off with like a basic card; it's flat and it doesn't look like anything special. Uh, once you you level it up once, like the arc comes off the card, like it ex- explodes out of the the border of the card. And then after that, it goes to 3D. And then I haven't leveled anything up to the purple level yet, but I assume it's gonna add like effects or something to it. Um, so it's it's very cool. Like I think it's it's a neat like thing for people uh, to, that want to both see some cool art on the cards. Uh, you can collect variants of all the cards as well. So like you you'll have a, an Iron Man, uh, you know, when you start off, and then like you might get like an Iron Man drawn by a different artist or pixel art or something like that. And it's functionally the exact same as the other Iron Man, but it's just a cool way of letting you, uh, you know, theme a deck to something that you want to to do. Uh, and if you can unlock specific variants, then you know you can you can kind of make your deck look uh, pretty cool. Um, there's also unlockable card backs and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty pretty easy to just kind of play it with without spending any money so far. Um, I've been able to just casually unlock cards as i'm playing and all you got to do is win uh they have like an interesting mechanic with it's called snapping uh to kind of like wager more like uh rank points um so you you get these like cubes as you win to level up your your rank and uh you start off as just one cube is the wager and like if you or the opponent feels like you're pretty confident you're going to win you can snap and it will increase the amount of points that you will earn or lose uh based on winning or losing um and if you snap like i think if both people snap at certain time like you, you can win up to eight points or lose up to eight points um and if you feel like you see someone snap it happens on the next turn so if you feel like oh shit like they snapped uh i can either cut my my losses in and retreat now and not lose any uh any more than i already am or i can you know double down and, and uh try to beat them and, and get those points um so it's quite kind of a cool wager system built into the matches um i think i'm like i'm pretty early on still i'm like rank 16 or 18 or something like that um and it still feels like there's a lot of bots being peppered into my matches i'm not sure if they're all bots or if they're actual people or not but it seems like at least some of them are bots
0: um i'm pretty convinced that there's actual people playing the game but i'm also convinced that like the people who are playing the game have never played a card game before. So.
2: <laughs> some of the people are definitely, like, I've I played through some that are, like, their name is, like, Electra. I'm like, this has got to be a bot, right? Like, I don't know. It just yeah. feels like it, it has to be. But, yeah, some of the people are, and, like, this seems too much of, like, an uncommon name for it not to be uh, a player. And if if so, man, like, please read the rules, because, like, I don't know what the fuck you were doing. Like, I it will be, like, I clearly have two zones completely controlled and, like, i don't know you're snapping on me like you're gonna win i'm like there's no way there's just (laughs) like but uh, i'm like okay well you know whatever i get the points so i don't care um yeah it's a lot of fun the games go by pretty quick like i said and uh there really hasn't been any like sticking point on progression for me yet the missions are pretty easy to 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 do like the daily missions that you get to earn currency um and i think that the the leveling up of the card uh cosmetically uh is a cool thing to kind of keep you enjoying and and playing and unlocking things the whole time uh and like i said as you you level things up you get like your collection level goes up and that's how you can unlock new cards um so yeah it's it's pretty cool i i'm digging it a lot and i think that it's it's pretty uh interesting i'm gonna i'm probably gonna buy the next season pass for sure uh just because i've been Digging it so much, so yeah, I think for me, Marvel Snap uh, would get a nine out of ten.
0: Yeah, it is a fun game. I yeah, interesting because like obviously is playing Hearthstone, like playing card games and like understanding synergies of cards and stuff. Like yeah, I know it's not rocket science, but I find it interesting that like some people just jump into a game like this they've never played a card game before. Uh, Yeah, so.
2: There's some things that are just like, like, it's clearly like this is a good place to play a card that has X, you know, like it like they'll they'll have like a uh here. One of the zones will be like a cloning vat or something like that. It's like it, when you play a card here, all the rest of the spots, you can have up to four cards in a spot. All the rest of the spots will get filled up with that card. And then I'll see people play like a one cost card in there. I'm like, OK, well, that was stupid. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I just I think as people get better and I as I move up the tier, I'm assuming I'll have some more challenging competition, but some of these people early on have just been absolute trash at uh, at, at the game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been fun. Cool. Uh the last thing I've been playing is uh Cult of the Lamb. Ooh, um, nice. Yeah, I really dig it. Uh it's it's a roguelike meets like a uh what? I want to say, like, Animal Crossing. <laughs> no, yeah,
0: no, you're not
2: far uh, it, off. It's yeah. kind of like, a, it's it's a roguelike, and there's, like, this whole aspect of it that is, like, building a community, uh, which is your cult, uh, and so it's got, like, some some community management-type stuff going on. And so, like, the whole point of the game is you're this you're this lamb you start a cult and you're trying to gain followers and then you have to keep the followers happy and as you keep them happy they they praise the uh the the demon that you're serving and you'll get more powerful um and it's kind of fun because like there's like this whole like weird uh like you got to make sure that there's places for them to poop and uh otherwise they'll get disease and people will start getting sick and then they have to stay on bed rest and they can't worship it's just this weird like loop of of uh playing through a a kind of like top-down binding of isaac style uh legend of zelda style like screen uh and earning uh currency and resources and stuff to build uh parts of of your cult and uh and then going back to your cult and 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 having uh rituals performed to like raise your your uh what the heck is the word like devotion levels and and stuff like that it's it's pretty cool like mix of the two types of genres i think and i think you you can't like go into it like just being like well i'm just gonna play it like a roguelike and just ignore the the cult building stuff 'Cause you will you will fucking suck. Uh <laughs> so you gotta kinda like give equal focus to both parts. Um But I'm digging a lot. The art style is kinda quirky, it's very like cutesy, but like also evil. Uh <laughs> so it's kinda neat. Um and I think that the the um the gameplay loop is pretty satisfying, uh, where you just go in, level up a bunch and then come back and then figure out how you wanna plan out your your uh your cult. And there's there's some other areas you can go to too. There's like a fishing area that you can go do some fishing at, and uh there's another area where you, you play a, a card game called uh something bone. I think it's knuckle bones or something like that, but it's it's another type of like betting type dominoes style game or something like that. It's 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 interesting. Um and there's enough stuff in this game so far where it's kept me pretty entertained uh, so so i think i'm gonna i haven't played it like a super ton like i think i'm just starting the second zone like i beat the first boss um and i started the second zone and uh you just kind of keep running through and trying to earn new followers and resources and uh it's it's been pretty pretty good so far so i think i would give it a Eight out of ten so far, maybe even a nine out of ten, and I think I'll probably change uh, as I play through it a little bit more and get through the end game stuff. Uh, but it's a lot of fun so far. Nice,
0: cool. All right, how about
3: you, Dennis? What have you been playing lately? Ooh, my turn. I I haven't been playing a whole lot. I I I pretty much blasted through Yakuza Kiwami,
2: <laughs>
3: and. Uh, was very confused all the way through not because of the game really itself so i played through the steam deck and i thought that the first yakuza game i think i played was yakuza zero and then like a dragon so i'm like okay let's go back to like koami and see what the story is and as i'm playing through it i get more and more confused because it feels like i've played this game before
2: mm-hmm. and at
3: this point now that i finished it i still don't know if i have played it or not because everything just felt like I've seen the whole storyline once. I might have watched it or something at some point way back, but not enough to remember the whole story. It was just like deja vus constantly for me when I was playing through this game. Like, oh, yeah, I kind of know what happens in this cutscene. Um, but no, it was, a, it was a great game. I had a great time regardless. Um, it's It's just like I was looking through my gameplay history and like it i it says i haven't touched this game so i don't know if i played it some somewhere else on a different platform or some. i don't know anyways um great story i enjoyed it um main characters still cue you um so you play as this yakuza guy who um, went to jail for 10 years by uh basically taking a responsibility for a murder that he did not commit in order to keep his best friend uh out of jail but then as he's in Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, the internet here is not good. I'm in Vancouver, actually. Um, yeah, my parents' internet's not great, and I have pushed to talk on. But, um, yeah, the story's good. Um, it uh, revolves around, of course, uh, the sort of relationship between these two best friends who are basically sworn brothers, who also... Uh, well, at least... Um, one of them, the... Uh, Oh my god, I can't believe I already forgot his name. Uh, But anyways, the antagonist of the story um, ends up, you know, changing and becoming sort of a bad guy. And the game, uh, sort of, you know, the storyline goes from, really starts when the main character, Kiyu, who you play as, leaves prison, and then he's kind of trying to, like, find his way back, and seeing what happened all these 10 years and learning um, you know what's changed within the Yakuza and all that stuff and then he's looking for this lady so I I don't want to give away too much so I'll keep it rather vague. The thing is the game does a really great job I think of pacing Um, it feels like it's got a long story but each sort of little section you battle different characters, whether they be like certain characters in the Yakuza or just like, you know, uh, from the police or whatever, like there's, there's characters that you would meet um, that kind of help the story along. And then they always find a way for you to somehow just beat up a bunch of guys, which I find really great, you know, because the gameplay is really solid. It plays like the other Yakuza games, if you've played any of them, the older ones, like the Yakuza zero and stuff where you have four stances and there's four different kind of fighting styles and you, you know, punch your opponents until, uh, they die, but you build up this heat bar. And as you gain more heat, you can start using special abilities. And there are all these like very cool animations like throwing a bicycle onto a guy or something like it's just it's badass. I love all of it. It's over the top. It kind of takes itself seriously at times, but overall I'd say it really doesn't, which makes the game even better, I think. So yeah, I'm a huge fan of the series so far. I've played maybe now three games. Um and they've all been superb. So I still highly recommend Yakuza. I'm gonna play through Kawami 2 probably soon as well. Um, And this is not even to mention all the little stories that you get to encounter that some just don't make any sense, but are hilarious. Nonetheless, like you'll meet this wannabe guy who wants to be Yakuza, who gets in all kinds of shenanigans and you feel responsible and you kind of bail him out. Um, And it's, yeah, it's little things like that. There's these mini games all around the world when you're able to openly explore the city and the mini games could range from playing like, you know, batting cages or going to, there's this, like these little RC, well, they're not really remote controlled cars, but I I actually remember these existing as a kid, but they're like little car battery powered racers that are kind of like hot wheels. They have a track that's got walls and you kind of race them and you can customize them and try to beat you know everybody and win championships there's of course like a fighting ring there's gambling you know lots of things to do in this game and i think it's it's just it's well made you know it's a classic i would say because it's been around for a while and i would recommend people playing it so i I think it's definitely a nine out of ten nine and a half actually i would say um so yeah yakuza kiwami is great I'm going to try out Yakuza Kiwami 2. And I think that's pretty much all the Yakuza that I own. So nice. we'll see. Yeah, that's really the game that I've been playing and I've been finishing. I started uh, Doom Eternal DLC, uh, The Ancient Gods, I think it's called, part one. Oh, yeah. And it's been a while since I played you know, the main game. So I, I was like, oh yeah, I, I pretty much beat the game main game on the uh, hardest difficulty. I think like except for the last boss where i was just like oh this is just the time drain so i lowered the difficulty by one but going back i'm like yeah i beat it on basically the hardest difficulty <laughs> so i think i can do it no i got my ass handed to me like every five seconds i had to restart the level i'm like this is not gonna work so i ended up having mm-hmm. to lower my difficulty twice to basically what is the normal mode um i think it's called hurt me plenty and finally, now I'm able to, like, make progress. <laughs> I really sucked after taking this break. But still, super fun game. Makes you feel like a badass. It really yes, it is does. Great. Yeah, it really does. And it's so good at encouraging you to, like, use all of your arsenal. Um, switching weapons and the flamethrower and the chainsaw. Like, everything is just so... I think it's just such a well-designed game. It's, like, the only game that I think that um while i feel like i'm super busy giving inputs i still feel like i'm in a flow um like there's other games where i can feel like i'm in a flow because of the story or something i get quite immersed but this is the only game where i just feel like i'm hacking away or slashing away and i'm shooting things but i still feel like i'm in a flow you know like In that pixar movie with the guy floating in the piano or whatever (laughs) yeah it's like that for me so really good game i'm still i'm not done the first dlc but i plan on finishing both the DLCs since i bought them recently and i really uh, i'm curious to see where the story takes uh you know me it's um it again kind of feels like it doesn't make any sense they just kind of throw some random lore pieces at you and it's just like oh this is just the way things are you know like, yeah, of course there's, like, the father and there's these orbs that represent, like, I don't know, their physical form or something. And, I don't know, of course Guy is going to destroy the orb instead of retrieving it. Like, it's, I love it. It's great. So, yeah, I'll, I'll keep playing it. I don't have a score for this one yet because I haven't really played through it. But that's basically what I've been doing. Um, as well as, like, you know, playing little things here and there. Like, I've been playing more FTL which i I think i finally beat the game once on the starting ship i think the kestrel like finally so now i'm like trying to maybe beat it with the second ship um and then i'm also playing things like slay the Spire, which i'm having a lot of fun with it's it's a great game just to like pick up and not think about stuff very hard or play it while i'm watching a show but that's that's really it. Yeah, I haven't been going through and finishing a lot of my games. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got to say. Nice.
1: Did you ever see those like couple uh, compilations they have for like the Doom guys? They all like um, like do you like fly around with the chains and shit like that? It's freaking. I want to play like that.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I I see those like things. Yeah, in those games as well as like some of these other games like Dishonored that the people. They're just pros. I don't know how they do it. They've like l- understood no idea the mechanics so well that they'll just like throw some like yeah. It, they 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 have flow. You can tell like they know exactly what they're doing. Like there's it no is, wasted movements. It's so crazy.
1: that's what I mean. Like that crazy flow. I want to learn how to do. I want to finish all my games. God knows when that is. I want to go back to that game and figure out how the fuck you do that.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very impressive. Nah, I suck. <laughs> I can't do that. So do I. <laughs> so fun, though,
1: still. Nice. Cool. Oh, I guess
0: I mean, it's my care. turn? Yeah, it it's is your turn. Oh, you uh, okay.
1: So I have been playing Pokemon Diamond. It is slow at the beginning. I don't know why people think this is the best Pokemon game, but it really isn't so far. Um, Like... Compared to the other Pokemon games, I don't understand. Maybe if you play the Switch version, it might be better. Like maybe this is the generation that people got grown up on Pokemon and like why they like it so much. Maybe it's because of that freaking flaming ape. I don't know, but like it's slow so far. Like there's really yeah. a lot of generic Pokemon at the beginning, and I'm on like Gym Two, and I'm like, Geodude or bats or a beaver. That's all you get. That's all you get because you're doing Nuzlocke. That's all you get. Mm. So I don't know. Pokemon Diamond seems to... I don't know. I can't even review it yet. Um, I found a skunk. <laughs> I
0: don't know. He's found the skunk, guys. He's found the skunk.
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm going to the caribou and, like, up here in the 100-mile house, fucking BC, or, like, some eddy freaking forest. I'm like, oh, there's a skunk. I can't wait for the fucking porcupine the muskrat to show up. This is great.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, it's just... There's not a lot of variety so far. Like, a lot of... Um, like, you get a dragon or these cool little ice things. Like, like I just, uh like an otter I've gotten so far. I'm like, this this is, like, going through, like, I'm assuming this is, like, North America. Like, this is North America. You know, like, some places like England, Hawaii. I think this is, like, the North American version of Pokemon. hmm
0: Yeah. I don't know. Well, I will say, like, in my experience, Pokemon Diamond and all that came out at a time when the DS was out and, like, I think they definitely went a little too hard on like trying to like incorporate it with that system, and I think it kind of keeps it distracted from being like an entertaining Pokemon game because it's like otherwise it's like man it's not it's not nearly as exciting as you might think it would be because
1: no I, I like just, I hope it gets better I do I really I, like I'm getting into the game now but it's like it's it's just such a draw out and like. You know, I don't have the XP share. I just got the XP share, but you have to share it with like you only equip it to somebody, and they only get the experience. I'm like, oh, what's the point of the XP share then? Yeah. I just uh. Anyways, we'll see. I don't know. I don't understand why everyone likes Pokemon Diamond. I don't get it. But I'll maybe it's, you know we will get that. It's a
0: generational thing. Like I think I think for so. You, for you and I, like our first Pokemon games were probably not those. It was but red? Like, yeah. Like for me, the first one I ever played was Yellow um and like i don't know i think for for us it's like yeah those games are not the most exciting but for like certain people of a certain age oh no. it's like this is their pokemon game and i'm like man. but it, it's tough to argue because it's like oh you know for some kids who are maybe like two or three like um, uh, well i would say probably like in their late 20s early 30s i'm sure this is their first pokemon game
1: oh yeah like, yeah exactly Uh, like don't play red like anybody out there don't play red play the remakes red is red is yeah if you haven't played that game and have some kind of like you know what the fuck's that word i'm thinking nostalgic glasses for it
0: yeah
1: like don't play pokemon red it's it's really slow (laughs)
0: it's
1: like oh the fuck did we make pokemon it's slow
0: yeah
1: uh other games uh talking about speed I played Split Second again, which is an old Xbox 360 game, which I think still play on Xbox and Xbox One. That game still holds up to this day. Like, it's really, really good, and I really want to go back to it and play it again. Uh, If you haven't played Split Second, play Split Second. I'm not a big fan of, like, the Gran Turismo's and all those games where, like, it's a realistic in a racing game. And um, you gotta, like, this game, I always have to add something to racing games for me. I understand why people like those kind of games, but eh. Um, also played Need for Speed Heat. I fucking hated it. That's the review. I fucking hate Need for Speed. Yeah, fair. I, I don't know. I don't know why people like these games. I, eh. Uh The only game I could think of that I was playing recently was Path of Exile, which is kind of like a Diablo-esque game for the PC. And they had like a new expansion. My brother and I played it for a little bit. Uh, my PC fucking sucks at the moment, so like literally kept crashing because there were so many people playing. Um, but I quite enjoyed what it was. It was like a customized kind of Diablo, uh, like where your spells you would have to find and pick them up and like customize and stuff like that. I, I for the three hours that I got to play with it, I thought it was a pretty good game. Um, until I get a new PC, <laughs> I'll be able to play it. So <laughs> when I get a new PC, which is next year, uh, hopefully I can enjoy a lot more. But yeah, it was pretty good. But that's it. That's all I'm playing. Nice.
0: Yeah, we, we we know Path of Excel very well on this podcast.
1: Um, Do we? Are you guys
3: uh, talking yeah, about Den- it? I Dennis, completely Dennis spaced out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh Okay. It's, yeah, it's super interesting hearing what new players think of this game because I'm like I've been playing I think either since the beta or since it just came out. Well, okay, that's not true. I've stopped playing for a long time now, actually, but I've been kind of keeping up to know what the stuff like is new in the game but the older gamers of you know the older players of this game tend to are leaning towards that uh they think the game's sort of gone downhill and it's gotten worse and worse and stuff but yeah it's it's refreshing to hear someone you try
1: it yeah i quite enjoyed it unfortunately like i said i which had a better PC, so I enjoyed more. But even like the lowest graphics, I was just like the, def- I was just like lagging right there. All. And like, everyone would show up, and they would have like these shoulder pads that reach fucking heaven, and like with dragons on them. And I'm like, it just wouldn't load for me. I'm like, this game's gonna make me crash. They're just, it looks good, it plays good. Um, the spells were very, uh, very cool. I, I thought I like I hit somebody, and like the like volcano came out, and like more volcanoes came out or something. I don't remember. And like it was really cool for what I played. Um, but unfortunately, I didn't. Uh, don't have a PC to play it as much. But it's a good game. Yeah. Mm. Cool.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, I guess that's it for this episode. Although, I am excited because next week, I'll be able to talk about Pokemon um, Scarlet Violet.
1: I get to talk about Sonic Frontiers. That's the only game you guys mm. sh- should be playing.
0: I, yeah, I, I'm still, like, people, a lot of people are asking me, are you going to pick that game up? And I'm like, I am. I don't
1: know. Um, I'm getting a I'm, Sonic Tattoo this weekend.
2: Before, <laughs>
1: like, just after I get Sonic Frontiers, so I don't know. <laughs> Sweet.
0: Yeah.
2: I will not play, I will not buy it until I hear Lucas's uh, assessment of it. If you should. And yes. I will get it, yeah.
1: Yeah, my assessment will be the best. I'll be like, either play it or don't play it. Uh, like, Sonic Hard <laughs> Sonic Calls. Holy shit, why is this game so terrible? It was good on the Wii. Why is it so fucking bad on uh that was bad?
0: I've heard some people say that like apparently it's like it's got like some RPG elements, like you can level up Sonic speed and stuff, and I'm like, this is insane.
1: Yeah I feel like I, I have a I have already kind of an idea review I've seen play. I guarantee the field stuff, the open field stuff is gonna be great. I guarantee if you don't own a PS5 the graphics are gonna be terrible, it's probably a load time and this is my guessing before i even play it and the stages seem really short like the actual stages you go in they seem like like um uh sonic uh what the hell is that one that was like uh like sonic died or something the fuck was it called
0: i'm I'm Um, only thinking of the one where you kissed a princess that's the only one that matters
1: (laughs) (laughs) no sonic forces and Forces oh. was really, really short levels. You know that one where like you double-tapped your partner and like that music would come in, and you were like, you're supposed to feel good, and everybody made fun of it? Yeah. That game. All
0: right. Well, all right, until then. Yeah, Bye well, until Sonic. then, we're going back to the 2000s, 90s, whatever, with Pokemon and Sonic. It's a, what is old is new again. So we'll, we'll see exactly. you next time. And you know what? Probably Jamie and I will have more to say about Call of Duty. That, I can tell you almost for sure what we'll have. That, that's that is a, true. That's a three-in-three gamers guarantee that we will be talking about Call of Duty too. All right. Until next time, everybody. Bye for now.